यू आर लिस्निंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हाई वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज अ डेली पॉडकास्ट ऑन पर्सनल फाइनेंस दैट हेल्प यू गेट स्मार्ट अबाउट मैनेजिंग मनी वी हेल्प यू अंडरस्टैंड बेसिक मनी कॉन्सेप्ट टू कीप यू फ्रॉम मेकिंग बैड मनी मिस्टेक्स वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज योर वन स्टॉप सोल्यूशन टू मनी मैटर्स सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड वेलकम टू योर मनी जर्नी Hi this is Namrata Patel from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money we will be talking about investment decisions that are driven by technology algorithms and artificial intelligence Like most of our lives where technology has taken over in investing too technology is helping investors select products build their portfolios and take investment decisions While the investment options remain the same Technology driven fund management cuts out the human factors like biases, fear, greed and emotions out of investing. So let's explore more. We have with us today Kanika Agarwal from Upside AI joining us in this discussion about artificial intelligence driven investment decisions. Upside AI is one of the few PMS or portfolio management services in India. that makes investment decisions based on technology and artificial intelligence without much delay let's invite kanika who is the fund manager of the upside ai pms hi kanika hi namrita very happy to be here look forward to chatting with you so kanika jumping to the most obvious question what are the specific differences between a fund manager driven pms and an ai driven pms sure so you know i i guess the most over simplified way to say this is it's the difference between a human and a machine uh, right in many ways in terms of how decisions are made uh, so generally for us the reason we have used a tech enabled approach to investing is because we believe humans make poor decisions in the long term because they are extremely biased and emotional in their you know process of whatever framework it is they're building and then how they are steering away from it so for us the the, the most or the best way to make sure that you're sticking to a framework of investing that you have built is the use of technology because it's completely almost ruthless in its decision making process so so i would say primary difference is really just um, you know approach biases emotions and how important gut or intuition is in your, in your process um, and this is not just investing right uh, generally across the world across industries if you look uh, decision making is being disrupted by the use of ai and ml uh, who are taking over these functions from humans Uh, right um, robotics in healthcare is a great example uh, they're doing the most complex surgeries uh, in the us are even doing uh, you know these studies on how ml or ai algorithms are making better judgments than actual judges because they are consistently following some rules uh, judges you know depending on what time of the day it is whether they just had lunch whether they were sleepy whether they had a fight uh, you know that all of those things impact decisions uh, and you would think it shouldn't but but it does so so for us I guess first and foremost is build a systemized investing framework and make sure your emotions don't corrode that framework. So how does the decision making process differ when you know made by a human uh you know compared to made by a machine or an artificial intelligence? Right. So let's use the most simple example to to figure this out, right? Uh, say say as a human last year or in 2017 you bought some sugar stock, a commodity. 
um and then you lost your shirt on it for the rest of your life you will probably be scared to invest in commodities or sugar again because you know your mind sort of takes you back to that trauma of uh, classic loss aversion is what it's called for for a machine it doesn't care right it, it has no ego it doesn't care that it lost money on sugar every single time it looks at sugar again it's going to think about is there a 100 dollar bill at 80 dollars is there some price value arbitrage so the, the whole point is there are no biases and emotional emotions involved in its decision making process so it's a completely rules based approach and and one is that and of course the second part of it which we believe makes us different from even other rules based systems is the fact that can you be dynamic can you understand the market and be the kind of market investor that matters in that market right usually what happens with humans is you know they all have their day in the sun almost where um, they'll be an expert where the way the expert thinks and the way the market thinks aligns in these periods and then the expert does really well and then they eventually revert to mean right or an it guy will do great in an it or a value investor will have a great value period when the market is a value market so for us we said why do you have to be one type of investor you know you don't have to be a value guy or an it guy or a pharma guy be the kind of investor that matters in that market and and that is only a machine can do because only a machine can be 50 different types of investors right because it, it's way too much data how is a human possibly supposed to learn so much so those are i guess the two most important differences uh, biases and dynamism in your approach to market and coming to individual investors how does um, ai investing incorporate the risks and goals of an individual investor before investing this part of investing um, which is actually risks and goal setting um i think is the most solved part of investing so far because generally people's risks and goals can be quantified right i want to make so much money this is the corpus i want when i retire this is my age these are my liabilities so even today most wealth management firms are using some form of technology to be able to quantify what they want to use to do goal setting for individual investors all right this is already happening so it's almost like step 1 of asset allocation uh, is driven a lot by technology already of course there are humans still do it but you know humans are still doing math versus just using a calculator but th- that field is already shifting i think what they're saying is that you know that is the first shift that will happen uh, then the next shift that will happen is actual investment decision making uh, right once you've set your goals and said okay i want this much money to go into equities now what equity are you investing in right what is that product going to be how is that product going to make decision so where is second order at the moment uh, but first order lots of uh, you know deep uh, articles papers scientific papers have all come out on this and the reasonably solved area where uh, algos are are doing a lot of goal setting um, for individual investors so what you mean to say is that an investor who is you know considering ai based ai driven investing should already have cleared that step one and should probably already know where he or she wishes to invest and then look at the step two which is the actual investment decision making which is done by an algorithm or an artificial intelligence yeah, that's absolutely right so so you know investing has multiple steps right one is asset allocation saying if i have 100 rupees how much is going to equities then the next step is okay now in equities how much is going to be my large cap how much is going to be my mid cap uh, third another way of diversifying is what geography am i going to go into another way of diversifying is to say how much will be human how much will be tech right so so there are multiple uh, orders of decisions that need to be made uh, so first order uh, which is the actual asset allocation is moving into technology uh, we are trying to provide products for the second order currently once you say equity you have to go to a human and what we're saying is why go to a, go to tech right you don't have to give up alpha or returns to do it 
बट समन हु जस्ट मेक अ मोर अनबायस्ड एंड एंड कंसिस्टेंट डिसीजन फॉर यू इन द लॉन्ग रन So coming to the step two, which is the actual investment decision making, how many right. macroeconomic factors, industry, sector, and company-specific, you know, data points do you process using your algorithm before making this investment decision, and how often are these points, data points, evaluated and re-evaluated? Understood. So, so you know this uh, this point on how many points or data points you look at is a uh, is a great metric, but it is also extremely flawed. Because I could say billions of points also, right? Because I'm I have daily price data, and and I have thousands of companies on on the NFT. So it's just never ending in terms of how much data you're looking at. But you know when I actually distill it down, and what am I really doing, right? For us, we are a fundamental investor. We do we are not a technical shop. I'm not trading tick by tick nothing. We feed PNL balance sheet cash flow data of everything on the NFT, all companies, and then the machine is trying to teach itself. what it means to be a good stock in current market conditions right so it's a very simple problem statement we have given it which is to say it's almost say you have to buy maruti okay and maruti is a good stock to buy and hold for 10 years let's assume that it is uh, but it's every year the market makes a different different decision on maruti one year it's a good stock one year it isn't so can you figure out the years in which the market actually thinks maruti is a good stock and buy it only in those years Right, so how are we making that decision? One, like I was saying, there's all of your financial data that goes in, which is converted into you know a bunch of parameters, about twenty, thirty parameters per company, and then after that, uh, the algo ends up looking at about fifty million different portfolio iterations to figure out what it should hold and what should be the weightages in which it should hold everything, and and it looks at this every single quarter. So once I start multiplying all of this, you know, you know, it's orders of magnitude in terms of the number of data points I'm looking at. But to oversimplify it, we look at about 30 parameters uh, in terms of financials, and we look at about 50 million different portfolio iterations every single quarter when we're making a decision. And does AI-driven investing take into consideration real-time events? And if yes, how do algorithms help take quick and informed decisions in comparison to a human-driven fund management? Right, and and you know this ties in well to the first part of your question um, earlier, which I didn't answer, which is how do we consider macro? Uh, right, I think uh, real-time events tie in reasonably well to that, which is how do you react to you know market-driven or macro-driven news that comes out every day? Right, as a news news cycle. So actually, uh, you know, Buffett has this quote where what he says is that. For a piece of information to be desirable, it has to satisfy two criteria. Uh, it has to be important, and it has to be knowable. You need to do two things. Uh, if you ask me, is macro important to make a decision? It absolutely is. It's extremely important, and, and especially since uh, you know the internet dot com days, it has become more and more important with every single decade. But having said that, uh, is it knowable? My answer to that is, it, it is extremely difficult, and you know most people forget in India, even in the US. Mostly get macro wrong, uh, right? Uh, it's almost like flipping a coin, and you're right about 50% of the time. It, it's it's broadly like that. So for us, we do not believe in using macro to make decisions. Not because it's not important, but because it's almost impossible to quantify and understand. So even when people take calls on you know what they want to do with macro, uh, you know it, it's very extremely ad hoc. And sometimes they get lucky, and you know sometimes they don't. And when you actually look at a track record of How often they've got macro calls right? You'll see it's about 50 percent on average, right? So that's one part of macro, and the second part of real-time events again goes back to the same thing, which is how often should you be making decisions on your portfolio? 
right there's there's news that comes out every day at a company level saying okay they announce a capex program and then the stock falls uh, you know 10% 20% in a day or there'll be some news uh, on export duty or something like that and that, that you know the company stock prices react so how often should you react to that information that and the call we have taken is that a lot of news is noise okay it, it it drives sentiment it drives short term movement it is not an indicator of long term performance either of the company or of the management so for us we do not take calls on real time data that comes in um we do not try and sort of try and look for price arbitrages every single day if you buy a stock based on fundamentals you hold it for you know 3 to 4 months 3 to 4 months later new financial numbers come in again evaluate whether that's a good hold or not and 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 you know, so on and so forth um so very short answer uh, to this uh, very long uh, answer that i just gave you is uh, we we think macro is important we think it's impossible to quantify and we don't think real time events is something uh, you should react to if a machine should not react to it a human should definitely not react to it uh, right because they have a lot more uh, biases in how they're going to make that decision and kanika the core proposition of machine investing is that it can figure out what the market is doing today how does ai driven investing factor in the future potential of a company or a stock right so uh, you know when you're building this right we spend a lot of time thinking about whether we want to build in estimates and forecasts okay and, and there are two types of forecasts one is a consensus consensus estimate right where you're relying on what everyone thinks the market the company is going to do in the future um and if everyone's agreeing on something you know either it's already priced in or it's probably wrong right and the other one is a non consensus estimate where you're uh, relying on something that might be completely out there but those are definitely almost always wrong so what we found is you know similar to the macro question which is to me today when i look at a company it the quality of the company the management the industry shows up somewhere it shows up in its fundamentals or it shows up in its price uh, and and to me that is enough decision data points to make a decision will i miss the next google will i miss the next sunrise industry 100% right but i'm not trying to capture every single opportunity out there in my quest to over optimize and and make sure that i cover everything i will cover nothing so for me we have simplified our mandate to say can you find a list of 15 stocks every quarter that you think are well managed good fundamentals companies which are 100 dollar bills available at 80 dollars and can you do that consistently following a rules based unbiased approach and and that's it that's really what we're trying to do and, and which is why for us like i was saying forecasts are right 50% of the time i don't want to toss points so we don't really consider them at all uh, for us uh, you know existing price, uh, fundamental data and existing price data tells me everything i need to know about making a decision right so that basically you know coming from your perspective coming from an individual investor's perspective what do you think you know what would you tell an investor who isn't sure about ai driven investing and is probably considering ai driven investing so in addition to you know the regular investing that they do which is driven by humans and you know real fund managers right so you know what i would say is that this is the direction in which the world is moving right so even when we were starting this we were looking to the west because you know india lacked product evolution uh, by a few years so we were seeing what's happening in the us and there we are seeing such a clear shift uh, away from humans into rules based investing right and this is true across ticket sizes so of course trading activity is moving which is one thing forget trading activity even investing uh, at lower ticket sizes money is moving away from mutual funds into etf 
right? ETFs are rules based products. Uh, at higher ticket sizes, which is hedge fund level, your top five hedge funds in the world are all quants now, right? Uh, in fact, the most successful investor of all time is not Warren Buffett. It's actually an algorithm and Renaissance Technologies runs, right? It's a, it's a quant fund. So, so what, what I guess the point I'm making is that in the next 10 years, you will see a lot more rules-based investing coming to the fore because finding alpha or beating the market is becoming extremely difficult for humans. Uh, and this is already happening in India also. I think S&P recently released a study where 80% of mutual fund managers have been unable to beat their benchmark in the last five years. Right? And 80% is a massive number and five years is a long enough period. And these are the you know biggest experts out there in terms of investing. Now, if you're seeing that, and this is very consistent with what was happening in the US when that shift started to happen. So to me, um, looking at rules-based investing is not really an option. It is, you, you must educate yourself today. You must understand your options and then start how you want to dip your toes in. One way, of course, is using passive funds, index funds, etc. Especially at at least large cap level, you know, large cap alphas are drying up. Start moving that money into ETFs, right? You don't need to pay a fund manager to buy HDFC banks for you anymore. Uh, it, it is, and most fund managers have that level. So start using ETFs to do that part of it. The second way to look at it is to say, okay, if I have five funds in my portfolio and all of them are human driven, we all have the same biases. Can I add one tech product to diversify away from human biases, right? Think about it again from a diversification of approach perspective. So, so those would be the two, three ways I would, you know, urge human investors to start, or uh, retail investors to start looking at this, which is, Technology is here to stay. It is going to become more and more important in your portfolio. And, you know, learn today what that means for you and start making that shift within your portfolio, uh, you know, starting now. So all you're saying is that technology is the future like in all other facets of our life. Even investing uh, technology does seem to be uh, gaining momentum and um, investors should definitely look at uh, technology-based or technology-driven investment decision-making as a part of their portfolio. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, even today, even at H&I level, that's what we tell our uh, investors who are coming in saying what's different between you and a you know, star fund manager or whatever. And and I say forget what's different, right? Returns are not what is different. It's approach that's different. So don't forget returns for a second and invest behind different types of approaches. That's actual diversification. That's true diversification for your portfolio. Yeah, having said that, we have great returns. I just want to make sure that you know that, but that's not why someone should come invest with us. It should be because we're doing it differently. Right. I think the, the core difference is the decision-making which happens between an algorithm or an artificial intelligence and a human fund manager. That, I think, is the main difference when it comes to decision-making and kind of, you know, removing the bias which comes as well as a, a behavioral uh, gap which exists in investing, which happens naturally in humans. Yeah, and number one, you got that exactly right, and it shows up in portfolios. So when you start looking at, you know, start comparing top mutual fund portfolios or top PMS portfolios, you see a huge overlap in the kind of stocks they hold, uh, right? So because all humans are buying very, very similar things. As soon as you add a machine, machine doesn't know that Asian paints is a good stock to buy. For it, it's as likely as anything else. So our portfolios actually look extremely different from what humans are holding. So that is also diversification. Um, uh, so, and, uh, you know, but having said that, we're not doing some automated buying or selling. We make sure that we do corporate governance checks on everything we buy. And, and there is a, you know, human element to all the decisions that we are making. Um, so it's not like we just give it up control to machines and they need to analyze for us now. From where I see it, I think, you know, slowly, while it, this does seem as the future, 
as of now investors can probably start looking at tech driven products uh, as a small part of their portfolio and then with you know an increasing comfort level on an understanding take a decision on where to go next with it that's the exact correct approach to to take uh, so you got it exactly right hopefully you'll also start incorporating it in your individual portfolio thank you kanika thank you for her coming over and it was a pleasure speaking to you and giving us these wonderful insights thank you so much thank you namrata lovely chatting with you that's all from today's episode of why not mint money thank you for tuning in for listening in we're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of mint for some insightful coverage if you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at ht smartcast we are present on twitter facebook and insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney@livemin.com until next time it's bye bye This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.